So I think the real reason a lot of people are complaining about gas prices is because they're complainers in the first place. I don't like the fact that I got to pay $1.50 more for my gas. Biden is at fault. <laughs> Danielle says, I agree with you. Chef says, gas goes up, everything goes up. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. And then you add inflation on top of that. But if you ain't balling out of control, huh? I thought we were all ballers. I thought we were all killing it. You know what I mean? We all got to budget differently during wartime. During times of economic fluctuations, we all got to adapt and evolve. And if gas prices are going high, you better start uh, looking at your lifestyle and ask yourself, do I really need those market price oysters? (laughs) I know a lot of people that will buy copious amounts of drugs. And they would spend copious amounts, or as they call it, that gas. I know people that buy gas marijuana to get high. And now it's in reverse. Now you got high gas prices. And then what? Now it's an issue? Now it's a problem? Huh? This is for the greater good. People really think they're out here targeting people specifically. Hey, yeah, uh, Manny over in Miami, screw that guy. We're giving him and his whole town $4 gas. It's not personal. (laughs) All right? If gas prices are too high, we all got to adjust. How many times do you fill your gas tank? How many times do you guys fill your gas tank on average? Once a week? So if you got to spend an extra 20 bucks four times a month, that's $80. All right? Don't act like you don't spend $80 on some other thing when you go out. Okay? When you're going out to your bottomless mimosas and you're ordering those eggs Benedict and then the check comes for $98 and you're like, I only ordered uh, the bottomless mimosas and, and eggs Benedict. Why is this so high? Because that is what you get. You expect these things. Look around. You're out in the open. There's umbrellas on top of your tree, okay? People wearing hats and sunglasses all around you. You know it's going to be expensive. It's the same thing. Look at the news. Inflation's going up. We're trying to prevent the next world war. Biden has no idea what the hell's going on. The prices are going to go up. We got to adjust. Oh, man. Trina, DJ Cuero Salsa. Curse uh, and Blessing says, I am legend with Will Smith predicted high gas prices and zombie apocalypse. Let it, let it happen. Let it happen. If a lot of people turn into zombies, gas prices will naturally go down. How the hell are gas prices high when everyone's a zombie? Huh? How is that possible? If there's a lot less cars in the street. Right? If, if everyone's a zombie, no one is buying gas. You can, you can pretty much get gas for free. Know what I'm saying? Chef says, I'm getting a horse and a carriage. You would blend right in with the people of Homestead. <laughs> hey, you know, the people of Homestead are probably killing it right now. With these gas prices, pretty soon the people of Homestead got to start a, a business. Like an Uber business uh, where they go around with a horse and carriage and they start bringing people around, uh, you know, up in Brickle or something. (laughs) The Amish were right. You know how all the people are moving into the city of Miami? 
Oh, here we go with the poor connection. Here we go. All right, connection's back. The Amish were right. We, we all got to learn from the Amish. We all got to learn how to ride a horse, right? The same way we got to learn, you know, to like, uh, what are some of the things that people take for granted that we should learn? The same way we, we got to learn how to uh, start a fire, the same way we got to learn how to build an abode if you ever get stuck in a jungle or something, right? The same way you got to survive, the same way we got to learn these things, how to cook on a fire and pitch a tent and all that, is the same way we got to learn how to ride a horse during these times. Gas prices are too high. I am renting a horse from Homestead. And I'm driving, and I'm riding that thing all over the place. And guess what? I'm not, not, you guys, now I'm not going to use my turning signal for sure while I'm riding this horse. Can you imagine some guy going like uh, 40 miles an hour riding a horse up and down the street? <laughs> up in the expressway. This is maneuvering and jumping over cars. Now the Trump supporters will blame Biden. It's always easy. It's always easy to blame the president because there's a face involved and people voted for him. Oh, it's his fault. I don't like what's going on. It's his fault. A lot of other people are involved, guys. All right? You just know who to go to and blame if things don't go your way. Well, let me ask you guys a question. Now, again, before I get into this riff, I want to let you guys know I'm not political at all. I don't care who you voted for. I don't care what your values are. I don't care whether you're Democrat, Republican, middle, neutral. I don't care. I hang out with all you guys regardless. I get your point of view. I get it. Okay? So with that being said, let me ask you guys something. When things went right, did you really, did you really praise the president? Did you write, uh, I never seen anyone ever write, you know, what what so-and-so president did during these times was an amazing act. No one does that. It's always complaints like Google reviews. Right? Most of the times when people leave a review online, it's always negative. For the most part, they go out of their way. All the other positive reviews, they're asked to do it. All right? In case you guys don't know. Please leave a review. Oh, my God, I had, an, a, great, I had a great quiche here. I'm going to leave a positive review. Right? You had to be there. You had to experience it. But the people that go out of their way without anyone asking them to do it, the people that just do it deliberately, those are the ones leaving the negative reviews. I got nothing better to do. Let me complain. It's the same thing with politics. There's a face out there that I can whine and complain to. I don't like the fact that $1.50 more is for gas. Let me blame Biden. The same thing back in the 2000s. George W. brought up the prices. I hate this, man. This is upsetting. We all got to adapt. That's my point. Things will go up and down. Things will change. If gas prices are an extra $20, write it out. Write it out. Uh, time to ride my burrito sabanero. Man, he need me to get that uh, Venezuelan Colombian gas hookup. I, from what I hear, from what I understand, the Venezuelans really are uh, getting a lot of gas. There's certain countries that have more gas than others, right? Like they're just sitting on a whole bunch of gas. I saw a chart that 20 percent of the world's gas comes from America, which is good to know. If that's true, that's good, right? A good amount. Uh, where do uh, gas by country. So Russia, oh, look at that. Isn't that interesting? Oh, no, America is, 
Oh, this is natural gas. Petroleum by country. Well, look, this is interesting. I'm now. This is Google. I don't know if this is true or not. Uh, Russia is number one in natural gas, twenty four percent of the world. But natural gas, I believe, is different than petroleum, because natural gas is like an, uh, a clean burning gas. If my if I'm if my understanding is correct, I think what I'm looking for is oil, oil by country. List of countries proven by oil reserves. All right, here we go. Venezuela. Ha! I know my stuff. Number one is Venezuela. Number two, Saudi Arabia. Number three, Iran. Number four, Canada. Five, Iraq. Six, Kuwait. Natural, uh, natural. United Arab Emirates is seven. Russia, eight. Libya, nine. And America sitting at number 10. Because we in the back. Right? America doesn't want to go up front when it comes to this. All right, you guys go ahead and produce your gas. We'll offer you some freedom in return. <laughs> We're going to sit back here and get number 10. We good. All right, all right. Who, who's number one? All right, good to know. Who's number two? All right, noted. Number three? Okay. All right, guys, let's go ahead and deliver some freedom. <laughs> We're number 10. We'll, we like it here. We like to sit back and observe. What's up, Gabby? Miguel, welcome to the chat. We're here talking about gas. Gasoline. Uh, let's see who's last. What's the last country to produce gas? Kenya. As, uh, Kenya sitting at 100. Ethiopia, Ethiopia at 99. Morocco. Jordan. Barbados. Taiwan. Belize. Slovakia. I can't point none of these places on the map, man. And I'm ashamed to say that. You know what I mean? You know how some people, they go on the streets and they start asking, hey, can you point so-and-so country? If they showed you a map, I'd be like, absolutely not. I wouldn't even try to answer it. Be like, look, man, let's just look right into the camera. I'd be like, look, I'm dumb when it comes to geography. Okay? <laughs> There's no shame in that, man. I use GPS. The most the GPS zooms in is within a mile radius around where I'm at. There's no way I've ever zoomed back. And looked at the whole map and been like, I got to drive to Morocco. <laughs> I don't know where that is, man. Fort Lauderdale? Yeah, that's easy. Fort Lauderdale's that way. Kendall's that way. That's my whole life. Why do I got to know where Morocco is? Huh? <laughs> so that's the thing, man. When it comes to gasoline, we all just got to write it out. We all got to understand that, you know, these are the times of this has happened before. Okay, and it's going to happen again. Gas prices are going to go up. The feds are going to increase the rates. If you're not ready for it, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, for you to sit back and think this is a one time thing, that is crazy to me. Okay, these people in power, these groups of people that have control over these things, they're going to pull the strings every once in a while. They're not going to like what's going on. They're going to be like, you know what? We don't like the fact that we're on the brink of another world war. We're raising up gas prices. Everybody's going to feel this. All right? If we didn't feel the gas prices, we probably wouldn't even we probably wouldn't even understand what's happening across the world. Oh, there's a war going on? All right. I, as long as I got my gas prices, I'm good. I'm good with these gas prices. Now imagine if they did things like this for the internet. Then we're really going to feel it. Cuz we use the internet every day. Right? Everybody, internet prices are going up, which is somewhat true. 
which is somewhat true because as the internet get, gets faster and faster, the packages, they start creeping up on pricing. I don't know if you guys ever noticed this, but I, I got the best of the best in my Wi-Fi internet package. And then three months, six months later, they're like, oh, we got this brand new package for those that stream online. I'm like, how do you know I stream online? If you ain't, if you streaming online, you ain't streaming right. It's only an extra $30 a month for extra high-speed, super ultra Wi-Fi connectivity. I thought I got the super high, super speed, whatever the hell connectivity. Oh, yeah, but that was three months ago. <laughs> We're a lot faster now. And then when I connect, it's the same speed. Oh, no, you faster. Here, use this link. <laughs> Use this Xfinity link to to see how fast you're going, and then you know the whole thing goes all the way, like you're speeding down the expressway. But it's the same thing. Oh, don't worry about it. Our charts say that you're going a lot faster on the internet. Well, I keep cutting off. My frame rate keeps dropping. Oh no, that's not us. That's Instagram. <laughs> We're all getting screwed. We're all getting scammed. Prices will always go up. They're going to fluctuate. It's just the way it is, y'all. Prepare for these things, okay? Uh, it, when the, another thing I'd like to add to this podcast is um, when is electric cars starting? Like, I think there was, uh, there was a certain year that uh, they said that gasoline cars will be uh, tapered off. Uh, so dozens of pure battery electric vehicle or BEVs are set to debut uh, by 2024 if all goes according according to plan. So there's already a plan to start rolling out electric vehicles, and I've seen them. You know, electric vehicles are getting more and more popular. People are flexing out there with electric cars like uh, Teslas. Um, when is gasoline vehicles? Gasoline will run out, and that's a normal thing. Gasoline is kind of like an old-school, yeah, 2040. Here we go. Six major automakers agree to end gas car sales globally. At the United Nations Climate Change Conference, six automakers in 30 countries signed a pledge to end sales of gas and diesel-powered cars worldwide by 2040. The agreement also includes phasing out sales of those vehicles by 2035 in leading markets. <clears throat> All right, there you go. Now, how is this gonna inter- how is this gonna uh, uh, impact the drive-by industry? <laughs> In the history of drive-bys, has there been an electric vehicle drive-by? Huh? In the history of the drive-by, has there been a drive-by done on an electric vehicle. We are about to find out. <laughs> All right, Ford, GM, Mercedes-Benz, and others, along with 30 nations, signed a pledge to eliminate sales of new gas and diesel-powered cars by 2035 in leading markets. Now you're going to have to buy a gasoline vehicle in the black market because they're phasing them out. So the United Nations is saying that's enough gasoline. We're all going to go electric by 2035. 
and we're going worldwide by 2040. You're going, you're going to leading markets to worldwide in five years. That's, the, that's a hell of a pledge. Chef says you got to pay to play. So uh, world leaders are currently meeting in the 2021 UN Climate Change Conference in Glasgow to review the progress that has been made in 2015 Paris Climate Accords and negotiate new, more ambitious goals for the future. All right, look, in my opinion, it's too late, y'all. In my opinion, I think, uh, I think global warming is already in motion. Uh, even if we try to slow it down, it's still going to happen. Things are going to burn. All right, the ice age was a thing, and then we slowly are moving towards the fire age, where it's just way too hot. Spontaneous combustion for everybody and everything. All right, and I think eventually what's going to end up happening is by the time that comes around, if we want to survive as a species, we all got to uh, get on one of those uh, Jeff Bezos Blue Origins. <laughs> start saving up right now, guys, okay? Uh, go ahead and start saving up some money for your electric vehicle in 2030 and 2040, okay? Start saving up some money. Put your pennies to the side to get yourself an electric vehicle in about a decade or two. And then, after you get your electric vehicle, make sure you cash out your 401k so you can get yourself a hot ticket on the Blue Origin. All right? We're all going to get into Blue Origin. We're going to another planet somewhere nearby, one of those super Earths or whatever. And then Earth is going to be burnt to a crisp. But we survived as a species, man. So if you want to survive, start saving up your money right now. (laughs) And let Jeff Bezos know that you are ready to get on that spaceship. For a better and brighter future and God knows where. As long as there's Wi-Fi, that super earth better have Wi-Fi. All right. They are killing solar in Florida. Thanks, Death Santas. <laughs> What's up, Mo? Hey, Johnny. Uh, hiya, BLF. Well, uh, you can still go solar, I think. You can privately go solar. You can go off the grid, from my understanding. Can I go solar? Yeah, homeowner's guide to going solar. Uh, hundreds of thousands of solar po- of solar panels have popped up across the country as an increasing number of Americans sh- uh, choose to power their daily lives with the sun's energy. Um. Look at this question. How will solar impact the resale value of my home? Uh, so this home does not have any uh, electricity from the local power plant. The electricity comes from the sun. I don't know how the hell to use that. It's up to you guys if you guys want to come into this home. Um, I tried to understand how to use the controls to power this home. I don't know how to use it. But from my understanding, there's tiles up top. And if one of those tiles ever gets destroyed from a hurricane, they're $15,000 a pop. Yeah, I know. Um, even though they're that expensive, your home's value will remain the same. Hell, it probably even goes low because no one knows how to use this thing. All right, let's just be honest. <laughs> Buying a new solar energy system will likely increase your home's value. Well, there you go. But notice the key word here, likely. <laughs> it would be ideal if a solar energy system will increase your home's value. Just be honest. All right, likely. 
A recent study found that solar panels are viewed as upgrades, just like a renovated kitchen or a finished basement. Well, I can renovate a kitchen with a coal stove. (laughs) Oh, yeah, this stove doesn't work on electricity. You got to put wood chips at the bottom of it. It's upgraded. (laughs) Oh, man. Additionally, there is evidence homes with solar panels sell faster than those without. In 2008, California homes with energy-efficient features in PV were found to sell faster than homes that consume more energy. Keep in mind, these studies focus on homeowner-owned solar arrays. When it comes to third-party-owned systems, data shows that while they add some... See, I I I don't know. I don't know what this is. What are you talking about? <laughs> you lost me. All right, so it's likely to bring up the prices of your home. Is it really a good investment, though, guys, to go solar, buy those expensive panels, knowing that in the city of Miami, well, anywhere in South Florida, really, can you really expect sunshine all the time? What happens if it's a gray uh, sky uh, day or like a thunderstorm or like, you know, in the daytime, it's sunny, but then in the afternoon, it gets, like, all gray and it starts raining and you weren't expecting that. So then that means, what, I can't play Nintendo? I can't play Nintendo because of Miami's bipolar nature of the weather? Huh? You can only play Nintendo in the morning from 10 a.m. to 12. And then after that, gray sky. So, uh, lights out. <laughs> lights out for everybody. At least I'm saving money and saving the earth. I don't know. When it comes to all this stuff, everybody needs to be on board because doing it one or two people at a time isn't going to, I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it happening. It's going to have to be a major overhaul where everybody just like, all right, guys, in the next six months, everybody going solar. As a matter of fact, all right, if you consider global warming, uh, solar power will probably be, be more effective because of how hot it is. So it's like a catch-22. You really want to be environmentally friendly by going solar, but it's really damaging the environment that's going to make your solar panels go a lot more harder. You know what I'm saying? You'll get a lot more power <laughs> if global warming's in effect. God damn, it's hot as hell. The electricity, the solar power in this house is through the roof. All right? Everything is char- charged up and juiced up. My phone recharged in, th- in, in 10 minutes. You have power reserves with solar. Thank you, Lorenza, Lorenza Sands, for pitching that in. New homes in California are required to have solar. All right, there we go. If that's true, that's great. We are in motion. But it, I still find it to be a cash 22, y'all. All right? Global warming will only make those solar power panels go even harder. All right, that's it for me. Thank you all very much for tuning into the Miami Comedy Podcast. Uh, we do this every day-ish. Talk to the people of Miami, see what's going on. All right, hope you guys are having a wonderful Monday. Tonight's comedy show, we have two of them. We have an 8 o'clock show over at the Red Bar, and we have a 9 o'clock show over at Thank You Miami. One in Brickle, one in Little Havana. If you guys want to support the podcast, you can do two things for me. The first thing is go to our YouTube channel and subscribe by visiting MiamiComedy.com slash YouTube. And you can also get these limited edition Miami Comedy shirts that I have uh, professionally printed. I have them in pink and in blue, and they are running out. All right? Our current stock 
has only one medium blue left. Four blue in small, no large, no extra large, because we sold out. Two pinks in, in small, one medium, two large, and what appears to be like five extra large in pink. All right, so we are going low in stock. Thank God, because I can't wait to design a brand new t-shirt uh, and 